Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. Welcome to our 12 Days of Fitness series. This is a little something that I've put together for my clients and my audience to help them either stay on track or get back on track during this really busy time of year. I truly believe that there is no other time of year at this point in my adult life. We are all really busy. We find it difficult to fit in our health and fitness habits, but I just, every year I am just fascinated with how people will have a tendency to completely drop their bundle and put it off until the new year. And I think that the industry has a bit to do with that in terms of not giving people achievable ways to stay on track um, during busy times. So anyway, the next 12 episodes are going to be really short and sharp and they're going to be my 12 tips that you can use without even stepping foot into a gym to either stay on track or get back on track. I hope you find them really useful and if you'd like to know more about what we do, email coach at fitaf.com.au or go to fitaf.com.au to learn more. Thanks. Hello and welcome to day 11 of fitness. I'm a little bit late, but here we are. We're still not up to the deadline, which is the 31st of December. So today I want to talk about an embarrassing online moment a well-meaning friend of mine once had, why it can happen commonly, and a simple explainer so you don't get caught out too. Have you ever heard of counting macros? It's eating according to your separate targets for the macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats. Giving macronutrient targets is completely unnecessary for a general or long-term fat loss goal. It overcomplicates it, but it can be helpful for clients with specific performance and recovery goals, those who are periodizing their diet around training cycles or competitions, but anyone doing any of these strategies should first have a well-applied understanding of the basics. So my friend had struggled with her weight for many years and would often embark on the latest challenge and share it with everyone on social media, maybe in a bid to keep herself accountable. I'm not really sure, but it never seemed to work out for her and she would just continuously move on to the next thing. By my calculations, she spent quite a lot of money over the years engaging the latest trendy Instagram coach before moving on to the next, looking for a better plan. The one time I offered simple advice, I was promptly rebuked by her, so I never offered it again. She wasn't my client anyhow, so I've since learned not to offer free advice. So one day she proudly posts, I'm no longer counting calories, I'm only counting macros. If only her $250 a week coach had told her. Macros contain calories. By counting macros, you are in fact counting calories. It's just another way to frame it. It can be a pretty clever marketing tactic too. And I mean, if people buy into it, then it works like anything. If if you buy into anything and you adhere to it, it works. But 
you really need to understand why it works, in my opinion. The term macros simply refers to the big three nutrients, so your protein, carbs, and fats, as I mentioned before. So planning your diet around macros, if you're a general population client, as most of you are, simply means you're using a different way to quantify your food. At the end of the day, your macro targets will still need to equate to a calorie deficit for fat loss. Don't get me wrong, understanding macros can be useful for you, but get energy balance under your belt first. I love this poem I learned as part of my MNU certification, protein to grow, as in building muscle, carbs to go, as in working out, and fats for mojo, so hormonal health. The order of the macros in this poem is also the way in which I would recommend my clients build their meals, but you don't really have to know the quantity of macros in your food down to the gram. Just think of it this way. Number one, protein does so much more in the body than just help you to build muscle. But for the sake of simplicity, anyone who wants to improve their body composition and health will benefit from prioritizing a source of lean protein for most meals. Protein contains four calories per gram. Number two, carbs support training and recovery. So use them according to your energy needs. Add more on higher activity days, like when you're doing tough workouts, and less if you're stuck at a desk, for example, and doing little to no steps. Be more discerning about how much and how often you have them if you are less active. Carbs contain four calories per gram. Number three, fats are essential to support your hormonal health, as I mentioned, and diets too low in fat would not be healthy. However, they are more calorie dense than protein and carbs. So if you only measure out one type of food with the scales or um, any sort of measurement or being mindful of how much you're having, make it your dietary fats. Included a thumb size portion each meal is a general guide. So fats contain nine calories per gram. That includes your cooking fats, by the way, and dressings and toppings that you put on your food, such as like nuts, seeds, um, cheeses, stuff like that, mayo. Um, as always, there's much more to it, but I hope this little summary helps to demystify the whole macro thing for you. And remember, if it sounds magical or too good to be true, it probably is. So if you'd like to simplify your training and nutrition in 2023, our day 11 offer is actually sold out uh, for fitness, but I have included a link to our full fitness sale in the show notes, or you can contact me at coach at fitaf.com.au to let me know what you need help with, and I'll see if I can help you out.